0: What up, what up, what up? What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me who, Miss Hollywood. You're tuned into another episode of So Hollywood the podcast. Hey, hey, is yo, it me yo, or yo, is it? Uh I don't know if y'all can hear that out there, but it's my theme song. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I'm going to bring my special guest up here after I give him his flowers. So y'all just rock with me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's
1: uh-huh. the Hollywood lights right Uh
2: huh. So
1: so it yep. it's a vibe. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey, Yo,
0: Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of so hollywood the podcast so hollywood the podcast is very grateful and we are coming up on uh, i think two years so man after this year it's gonna be big baby hey <laughs> hey 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 what up everybody it's your girl marquita but they like to call me who miss hollywood <laughs> You're tuned into another episode of So Hollywood the Podcast. So Hollywood the Podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally, and I bring them together with this thing called entertainment. you guys know and if you don't know I'm gonna let you know Um, I like to do a mini recap in which you can see these episodes on my Instagram page as well as my YouTube page Uh, here shortly I will be uploading my YouTubes here shortly because um, behind the scenes it's a lot of work believe it or not but I'm not gonna bore you with that talk however um, yes I had Hoodstar Marley he is from South Carolina he's a rapper graphic designer and he is a songwriter and his newest project called fours up um i believe it has five songs up there so far and they're all dope so make sure you guys go stream that on all of your favorite streaming platforms follow him on instagram (laughs) h-o-o-d-s-t-a-r-m-a-r-l-e-y And uh, catch the latest episode of the Soul Hollywood the podcast on um, Soul Hollywood Podcast Instagram page again. And if you want to be a guest, just inbox me here or go to www.allofhollywood.biz. I know I have a long intro, but it's okay because you know what? It's my platform. Because I don't want It's how I practice so far. Yeah. Must you do it so early in the morning? We yeah. have to normalize black women doing whatever they want whenever they want. So, yes i must i respect that uh hello you have nothing to do but respect it but anywho without further ado i would like to bring up my special guests all of my guests are special on this platform they are stripped away of all of their talents all of their um their accolades all of their their ceo names and so on and so forth they're stripped of all of that and they're human 100 percent human beings so right here on this podcast uh he is the owner slash ceo of ncc records the empire he is also an artist and the label ceo and he's from fayetteville north carolina and he's a songwriter he has a new project by the way is called one heartbeat away and which is a a, it's a nice play on words we're going to talk about that but i'm going to bring him up here he goes by the name of mr j (laughs) hi how are you doing today
2: Everything's
0: good, everything's good Oh, wonderful, wonderful It's good to have you on my podcast um, I know you have been contacting me And we have been getting back and forth together So now we are here And shout out to you for um, even, you know, believing in me And, <clears throat> you know, allowing me to promote your music And all of your endeavors So congratulations to you as well To, as, to dropping your um, your new album uh, One Heartbeat Away In which you can get that on all streaming platforms platforms um in which we we will start this interview here shortly but how are you doing today
3: i'm good that's, everything, everything's lovely. that's good just keeping everything
0: moving that's good to hear that is amazing to hear how did you how did you you know um i guess find me in in a sense <laughs> find the podcast who did anyone refer you or is there you know did you just come across how did you how did you find me i'm i'm just curious.
3: Well, um, I was working with a, another guy that you interviewed, uh, by the name of, uh, Kayan, the Lion King.
2: Okay. Um,
3: I kind of had like a little bit part in his, his movie, you know, uh, very small, you know, if you blink, you miss me. <laughs> you
0: know, <that's laughs> hey, shoot, so, at least you're know, you going to get them um, residuals. Listen, they don't, Hey, you still in there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I have a blog that I interviewed him on and we keep, uh, networking back and forth, uh, trying to do different projects and different things.
0: Okay. So. Well, shout out to Kyan. He needs to come back up here, um, as well. Cause I had, um, legacy, which is his kids as well as a group that he has underneath his belt. So, um, I, he definitely needs to come back up here, but let's, let's get this interview started. Um, excuse me with the question of, uh, how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Excuse
3: me. Well, I um, started as a young kid, you know, um, hearing hip-hop on, on the blog, hearing, you know, different songs and stuff like that, and just writing uh, my first song I wrote. I was probably in, I don't know, fifth grade, somewhere like that, and I just kind of kept going from there. There's a lot of things I wanted to be interested in as far as business and stuff like that, uh-huh. but it just always kept gravitating back towards music. Wow. So, you know, when I was about 16, that was the first time I actually got into the studio. And it started off as kind of a um, me trying to want to do some songs for uh, like a talent show.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, you know, it spawned off into this group that we started at that time called Omega Clan, And um, it was, you know, just four of us, but it kind of grew into this larger group of, uh, you know, almost 32 members at one point
0: wow y'all um, was the original Wu-Tang
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean
3: you know we had singers and rappers and, and you know that whole collective mm-hmm. so you know we started doing shows around the area uh doing talent shows and you know caught that the ear or caught the attention of um Warner Brothers back in the day wow. um You know, it was kind of a development uh, proposal. We didn't know exactly what that meant or what, you know, if it was going to go anywhere. So you're talking
0: about artist development. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Y'all should have definitely took that one because that's something that's that's very important to this day um as far as like artist development because that's a whole nother story because people some of the artists today lack artist development and a lot of people are also saying it as i'm when i do these interviews they're like man they're just getting people from off the streets and just bringing them you know to giving them a million dollars and the next minute you know they they're not here anymore and then it's just like a cycle so but yeah, that's, that's a whole nother, another ball game, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> but yeah, at the time we didn't, we didn't know what, you know, exactly what that meant for us. And we had been through several different managements and, and there people kind of jerking us around and stuff.
2: Right.
3: And, you know, eventually those people who didn't see anything immediately kind of fell off. So, you know, we ended up, uh, I ended up going off to college and, okay. and, uh, you know, doing my own shows and things like that and trying to keep that ball rolling and then coming back home and, uh, you know, doing our show down here, the Underground Experience, which is tied into the blog, which is, you know, part of what we're trying to do or what I'm trying to do now is, you know, keep that blog rolling. It's 10 years, we're 10 years in. Um,
0: wow, congratulations. If,
3: yeah, um, you know, interviewing everybody from, you know, from california the frog you know i I interviewed a lot of independent artists
2: right
3: um through the blog so you know that's part of what i want to do is is celebrate Mm -hmm. that uh and and do a documentary and you know just
0: in your your city or just everybody that you've interviewed you're going to turn it into a documentary
3: yeah i'm I'm trying to get the people that i've interviewed the people throughout you know it's going to be a little bit of a, a Probably a heavier focus on North Carolina artists that I've networked with and worked okay. with, and you know, trying to have the interviews as well as kind of a performance uh, piece to it as well.
0: Oh, okay, like a music video or something live or something that they can show their yeah, talents. Yeah, kind of, kind
3: well. of a uh, picture, uh, the show or rhyme and reason, something, something to that effect.
0: Ah, okay, okay. That I think that'll be dope. I think that would be really really dope cuz you know um if you're talented and sometimes you get looked over based off of how many followers you have or based off of you know the presence that you may bring or the how they feel that they can manipulate you type situation they all those that are t- really talented they get overlooked and I think with what you're doing or you know what you're going to do I think that'll help benefit those that are like considered underground now because you know most of the talent is just is definitely underground so um with also with that being said you're you were born and raised in Fayetteville
3: correct um I was born in in Trenton Jersey and I moved down to this area probably about 11 or 12 years old 11 or
0: 12 years old okay so what when you when you did make that transition what was the inter- what was the entertainment scene like growing up in in Trenton then moving to uh North Carolina um in their scene like can you can you comp- give me a, like i guess a comparison on the difference and the well, um, on the similarities
3: um differences you had somebody on the map in Trenton uh, mm. at, the time, at the time We had core righteous teachers um you know those they were on scene then Um, and when I came down here, there was really a scene. That was kind of my motivation, trying to help build the scene Um, when we came down here and when I started getting into music, I started Mm -hmm. really going into the studio. Uh, When I started doing shows, I wanted to try to be a a part of that.
0: Gotcha. And I know you said um, you were, you used to participate in like talent shows. Did you you do anything Other extracurricular activities that kind of helped um, helped boost your career, so to speak. Like, did were you in the Um, band, or did you, you know, those type of things?
3: No, I was never really in the band. I was probably I was in chorus in like middle school stuff like that. Okay, but um, you know, basically doing talent shows and stuff like that, and you know, we got a chance to kind of try to work with the radio station down here uh, at that time. Okay, okay. You know, try to help do some other shows and do some things with them.
0: Okay, so once you you all decided to, um, I guess, go your separate ways and go off into your solo journey, how was that transition and what what part of your life was that in?
3: Um, really coming back, we really tried to keep uh, the core of the group together. That's okay. when we started forming the Empire, um, basically renaming the Empire. It was uh, myself, my brother Prince Imperial, Fifth Letter. Uh, it was just the three of us at the time. And later on came uh, Speak No E through uh, Fifth Letter's connections in the military, Okay, um, him being in the Air Force. So we started to meet more people who were kind of geared to what we were doing, uh, producers like uh, Mike Will 910. Um, okay. You know, several other people.
0: A lot of Just, people you know, in, your area,
3: in your area. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of growth now, even more so than then when we had things going on. I mean, back then, you know, uh, J. Cole's, um, you know, Inspiration, bomb shelter. We were kind of around. We were around about that time. You know, there was groups like bomb shelter, Ivy League. Um, RPMCs, you know, different people like that, that were around first, uh, first in flight. Okay. Um, you know, those were kind of the, the favorite OGs, um, character assassins who, uh, in 96 were in the, uh, source, you okay. know, kind of, a, as, as a, the next up. Um, you know, one of those members of that group. Uh, did some production on on my album currently, and did some production on our group album, uh, our first one, the uh, NCC Records presents the Empire. Okay. So you know the networking with different people from there.
0: So when did you guys decide to start NCC Records, and what is the what is the the full uh,
3: meaning of NCC Records as well? I uh, started up in about 99, maybe a little bit earlier than that, okay. but officially in 99 because coming back from college, I was kind of, you know, really wanted to, the reason why I went to college is to kind of get the basis of business. Okay. I was an associate in business administration and that's why I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn about business and, um, you know, dealing with all kinds of different managers and dealing with all kinds of different people. I just felt like I needed to know what the business was and have more control over, you know, what we were doing and, you know, what we were going to put out. Right. And just basically say, you know, even if we got some kind of deal or something like that, this was the basis for everything that we were doing. Right, okay. And uh, the whole meaning of uh NCC Records is North Carolina commissioned records. So, you know, okay. the original, um the original, logo that we had for it was kind of like a battleship it's kind of like going to be the flagship for you know music and hip-hop coming out of this area gotcha
0: okay and so after you guys um collectively came together and decided what you guys roles were going to be how did that um reposition your career and how is it being the ceo of a label and also the artist of the label cuz you know sometimes you hear like other artists can't manage other artists or it you know it's a um i forgot what it's called but it's a um it's it's where you you know if it's oh,
3: i can't think kind of it.
0: there you go kind of like a conflict of interest so talk about a little bit about how you got around that and then also like how how that is so
3: to speak well, I mean, basically, it's just moving, you know, pieces around, kind of understanding, you know, sometimes you got to play in the background mm, and okay. you don't always have to be in the foreground. Some people have a difficulty doing that, you know, right. saying, OK, I'm going to push this person. Play that and, position. You know, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult because you're. You know, if you're the CEO, you've got to be able to do everything. You've got to be able to multitask. you got to be able to be the marketer. You've got to be able to be, you know, the mouthpiece, the right. the, the money. You know, you got to be able to do all these different things. So, you know, and when other people are kind of, you know, sometimes not motivated to do what needs to be done or they're just kind of distracted by other things, you can go ahead and pick up the baton and just keep running with it.
0: Right. And so, what, what what would they do? Would would you then, you know, reposition them, or kind of like figure out a way around it, or let them, you know, let them pretty much go by the wayside?
3: Well, you know, we have a core group of people, so good, 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 you know, good. we're just we're just kind of keep pushing different things and keep moving along, and you know, once I when I'm motivated, when I'm moving people kind of see okay we're still doing stuff we're still we still have things going on things are still in motion
0: now how do you guys like bounce ideas off of one another and how do you decide on who gets this beat for this project like how do you decide those things if it's if it's four different artists under a label and you're the ceo of the label how does it work as far as like divv- divvied dividing up the what you got the production you know you know what i mean like how how do you guys go about picking different things for each album or mixtape or whatever the case may be
3: well for the last album we did the dark ages um a lot of the uh, production elements were kind of helmed up by um I Speak No E, he kind of did a lot of the engineering on the last album. You know, we kind of picked beats from different things and bounced off ideas and you know, off each other. And, and, you know, you butt heads sometimes, you get frustrated Mm. sometimes, but that's kind of, if you're, you know, a true collective, you kind of work through those things and and move it forward. So, you know, we were able to kind of just keep that going. And if, you know, we have some other things going on, we're just kind of on the phone, emailing each other, back and forth, messaging each other, you know, trying to figure out what the next thing we want to try to get involved in and try to do.
0: And as far as, like, release dates, does that also work the same way? Like, who who goes first or, you know, do y'all draw draw straws to see who's next?
3: <laughs> well, it's just kind of, you know, who feels like they've got something completed, like mm. fully completed and fully moving. So that's how I kind of, you know, decide what's going to come out and what what we're trying to
0: do. I'm only asking because there are people that are in your position that could be watching this, that are, that have artists underneath them and don't really know what to do with them. They just know, you know, they have an artist that they can push. So all of this advice is really good advice. And I appreciate you for, um, for even, you know, tapping into that side of it. And so, um, as far as you being an artist yourself, what is the process that you go through as far as choosing your your songs and the name of your songs and the 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 um, the album cover? You know, what is your process for a project?
3: It's really just trying to come up with, um, you know, a theme for it. Um, what exactly I'm trying to say. Um, what different angles I'm trying to have on an album, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, if I'm trying to have, you know, something that's more political, something that's, you know, club heavy, something that's uh, more street, you know, I want to have all those different avenues covered on an album. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as what you know comes up, basically, it's uh, titles and things like that. It may be who I'm collaborating with, mm. like um, Trolling for Nothing was kind of a line, uh, uh, basically kind of a throwaway line in the song.
2: Right.
3: And, you know, uh, the person I collaborated with, Hunt Money, came up and said, you know, turned it into kind of a hook. And that's that's kind of where we, we went with it. Wow.
0: And wow. That's amazing. Shout out! Shout out to Hunt Money. and so um also i want to ask about your support system throughout your whole process of finding this thing called entertainment like from the very beginning from your the earliest fondest memory that you have of your support system up until now how how is the how is it different and how is how is it kind of the same
3: Um, it's maybe a little bit different because, um, I'm depending on now, depending on, you know, more of, uh, uh, the internet and more Mm. social media and trying to build from there. Um, you know, back in the day it was a little bit more local, a little bit more family, you know, those people to try to hold you down and try to push, you know, and, and tell everybody about what you're doing. Mm. So you know, now and, it's
0: yeah. How do they feel? How popular, do they feel about it now?
3: They, you know, they're still still on board, still supporting. You know, they still see see the the effort, and they see the the progression. Mm. So from then, so now,
0: so what do you see? Like, what is your end all be all goal for this with this thing called
3: entertainment?
0: You as an artist, and you as a CEO of a record label
3: just to be able to um you know be be successful um, and everybody's got to understand their level of, of what success is it's, you know for me it's not necessarily the fame or anything like that it's people enjoying my music hearing my music being able to see you know um me get into you know, films and be involved in different avenues like, like, I was involved in, um, you know, *Cayenne* Lion King's movie, and I was also involved in a movie called Savage Genesis, which I have a bigger part in. Um, and, uh, you know, I've had my music in. And also being uh, involved in uh, a movie called uh, Tales from the Dark Side. You know, just trying to do multiple things. And, and you know, you want to be able to live and eat off of what you're doing, right? What's your passion?
0: You. So when did when did acting become something that you you know catch a caught a bug in? Like, did it did you just walk wake up one day and be like, hey, I think I can do that. That's something that I really want to try to do. Or was it, yeah? Just give the backstory of how you wanted to become that actor, as well as continuing with this thing called entertainment.
3: Well, I mean, it was just something that avenue that just opened up. I mean, you know, like I said, Kyan uh, was doing his movie. I said, well, you know, let's see if I can be a part of that. Um, did you did you Illuminati have to audition,
0: people. or was it how how was that process?
3: <laughs> well, you know, it was just kind of show up and be a part of it. You know, okay. I'm um, looking for these people. I'm looking for that person. You know, show up and be a part of part of the project. Right. And, um, you know, with uh, Savage Genesis, Tef Illuminati was doing his, you know, his movie. And, you know, I was basically able to say, okay, well, let's do this spot, do this piece here, you know. And I was able to have my little, you know, few minutes in the movie.
0: And there is there anything else that you think that you would be doing outside of being an actor and outside of being a rapper?
3: Um, you know, just being an entrepreneur hopefully you know opening up other businesses other avenues like i said i've got you know merchandise shirts you know cups things like that socks
0: you got a whole but i went on your website i was like dang i don't need to step my game up you got a whole lot of stuff on your website (laughs) But it's all good. Yeah, I was like, man, I gotta definitely step it up. I'm I'm looking at it right now as we speak. So, and and also, what do you see for your um your label mates in the
3: near future,
0: as far as their career goes?
3: Well, I want them to go ahead and be able to put out their their albums. I'm looking at um, we released uh, speaks. Album a while back, um, he went and put that out, and hopefully, really re-release his album, mm-hmm. and also released a fifth letters album, uh, a long time coming. Hopefully, sometime in, a, in the next year, and really try to give it, you know, a boost, and really get people to hear and see and feel their music. You know, we want be we, we want every every tent pole of the empire to be, you know, um, successful.
2: Mm.
0: now do does everyone have to participate on each one's project if that makes um,
3: sense i don't think it's 100 percent necessary but if we can collaborate and you know we love to collaborate i think you know we try to get on songs that make sense you know gotcha because you want everybody to be able to show their individuality on their albums But you also want to be able to show that, you know, we're still part of the collective as well.
2: Gotcha.
0: Now, do you plan on any tours or anything, um, any any shows or anything that will uh, that will, I guess, show you all in a different light individually as well as together?
3: Well, I'm hoping that that piece will come together as we start to put put the documentary together.
0: You know, and we'll the documentary is produce. being shot now or is that being, is that still like in the making process?
3: We're in the fundraising stage right now. Okay, um, You know, everybody can go to uh, www.empiremusic.com. Go check it out on the blog and go uh, donate. And, you know, you can be a part of it. You can be a part of being a producer or a contributor or a, or a sponsor of the movie.
0: Dang. Okay. And are you taking like, um? are you taking auditions or anything to be a stand in or anything like that? Or is everything just all in-house?
3: Well, what we're doing is uh, trying to line up artists who are wanting to be interviewed. We're also um, trying to get uh, creatives, basically uh, contact creators, interviewers, mm-hmm. you know, to be a part of a, a panel. To talk about, you know, as part of the movie, to be um, talking about independent artists that they've interviewed or what they see, you know, people like yourself, you know, what they see is coming together Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, the independent scene.
2: Okay. Shout
0: out to that. Shout out to that. That was loud. I'm so sorry about that <laughs> um in twenty twenty <laughs> um the pandemic hit, and a lot of people kind of like took a back seat or and or became more of an entrepreneur. How did that um i guess i don't want to say hinder, but how did that i guess how did that hurt or help? your record label being that you have artists on your record label because i was because i was talking to a young man k stallas um he said he he didn't he he didn't have a problem with it because he didn't have any other artists on his label because it was just him and if he would have I, he thought that it would take a huge toll on the other artists so now that I'm speaking to someone in that, you know, in that um, position, how did the pandemic like affect your business and as as well as your, your
3: label? Well, I mean, it's interesting because it's kind of a, it was kind of a double-edged sword, kind mm. of a mixed blessing. Um, you know, everybody's kind of doing their own thing right now. Everybody's kind of moving at their own pace and so it didn't damage anything okay. to that extent. But, you know, it did open up opportunities, like I said, for myself, doing movies and doing, you know, soundtracks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those doors, because it kind of made people have to sit for a second, you know, and they had to be more creative and they had to, you know, figure out what they were doing. Excuse so,
0: me. And during that time, were you able to... Um, like make music and you know make videos and do some of the things in house instead of the the stuff that you had to do normally outside, so to speak.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, we have been able to go, you know, different places and do videos and collaborate with people, you know, is to try to be as you know COVID safe, you know, as possible. Right. And, and make some things happen.
0: Okay. And I, I think, I, I don't know, um, correct me if I'm wrong. It said 2020, you released your first project, um, which was the the One Heart Beat Away. Or was that this
3: year? Well, it's this year. This okay,
0: because I've um, seen
3: something. We had some videos different. out. Okay, go Yeah, on. we had some videos out last year. Okay, maybe that's
0: what it was. You have videos out to the actuals um, album that you just recently dropped, which was, which was, uh, when was it?
3: Uh, just dropped at the end of October. October.
0: There you go. I knew it. Listen, my brain gets scattered a little bit, so excuse me. <laughs> but it is available <laughs> on all streaming platforms. Um, but how? where did that inspiration come from and how was everything as far as like your, your, your label goes, as far as like you as a a overall person, how was that collectively and how did you put that into your
3: music? Well, um, the inspiration just came from, from the music I wanted to make, you know what I mean? The, The things that I wanted to do. Um, you know, uh, I had a lot of songs and a lot of things that had been sitting on the shelf for a while while we were trying to put together the two group albums. And I have been, you know, toiling away exactly, you know, for a while trying to figure out, you know, how I wanted to put my album together.
2: Right.
3: So, you know, within the last year, I was kind of able to really kind of piece it together. And some pieces kind of fell in at the very last segment as far as, you know, being able to round out the last two or three songs that were on the album.
0: And it's 21 songs that I see up here. Um, How did you even choose those? And, you know, how did you know that you wanted to put 21 songs on, on your album?
3: Well, um, some of the songs I had to kind of switch out and switch around because we had some issues here or there. But um, I just knew I wanted a full, a full kind of picture of, of what I could do, where these songs came from, and, you know, different sounds and different inspirations, mm-hmm. kind of touching different subject matter. I just didn't want, you know, one thing here or there. I just wanted the whole full picture.
1: Gotcha.
0: So now, walk us through the day in the life of Mister. Well, first of all, how did you get the name Mister. J?
3: Well, it was kind of a evolution. Um, you know, they used to call me J Dog. You know, <laughs> me top. Um, it was, you know, just kind of Mister. J. is kind of, it kind of sounds formal. Sounds respectful, right. you know, respectful. You know that, that that's what what kind of it, it evolved into. And it just like, you know, I'm the CEO. It's just it's stuck.
0: Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. That's real dope. That's dope. But go ahead. I'm sorry. um Walk us through the day in the life of Mr. J, including the studio process of you making your newest project one heartbeat away. One heartbeat
3: away. Well, just kind of going through my email, you know, going through and seeing what artists, you know, want to be interviewed, what interviews I need to do, what, you know, different projects and things I'm trying to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually when I'm trying to put together an album or trying to put together a song, I kind of, you know, find that uh, we have some little case back of beats, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, older beats that I, I still have and or you know other beats or other producers that I wanted to work with or come across and I kind of go into it and you know figure out which one grabs me which one has something that feels like it's completed almost mm-hmm. because there's a lot of producers who have beats out there but they kind of sound hollow they don't sound like they're fully formed they just sound like you know it just sounds like a beat it doesn't sound like a, a song right. or something you could put something to. Right. Um, and a lot of times, you know, some of these songs may have already have a hook there and all I'm doing is just pacing, piecing in and, you know, putting myself from, into what I think the subject matter is saying or what the hook's saying, you know, when I go into the studio, I kind of want to be already, you know, I
2: want to
3: make sure that, you know, uh, I've got it, it, if not 100%, you know, uh, memorized. Um, I'm almost completely memorized because maybe I want to change some things around or or change a word here or there or shorten shorten a verse or lengthen a verse or have somebody put something in a sound or something. You know, but I want to be as prepared as possible when I go to the studio. I know there's a lot of people who, you know, they want to have a drink or a smoke right. or whatever, or all this extra candles you know, stuff going off, you and know.
0: dim lights and <laughs>
3: <laughs> No, nah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know, time is money. I'm trying to get in, get out, get a project out, get a, get a song out that I, I I like. I'm feeling, and I don't want to. You know, very few times do I go to the studio if any and um you know disappointed with what i hear or i hear a song and i don't like what i put down it didn't come out the way i thought it was going to come out so i want i want to make sure that everything's done the way it needs to be done
0: and then you do do you let, let uh, do you let others listen to it before it goes out and say hey okay I need to do a listening session, I need to do these certain things, or is it just you listening to it and then it just, you know, goes out to the public?
3: Uh, depending on what studio I'm at, it might be me and the engineer just listening, listening back. And if I, you know, if I really got the the ear of the engineer or something that's caught the engineer's ear, something that, you know, they they're starting to either hum back or say back, I kind of know okay, I, I've, got, I've got something here. Mm. Um, if not, you know, it's me and the engineer and whoever else I'm collaborating with. And, you know, if we all really feel it. and We all really, you know, know that it's full, it's complete, it's done. And that's what it is. Very rarely do I have kind of a listening session where I'm kind of having everybody come in and listen to this or that.
0: Have you thought about doing any of that? Because I know that will also help you um, as far as like marketing wise, like getting some of the top DJs in your area together and listening to songs and possibly, you know, sending them that song that night of, you know, it's it's very beneficial when you have something like that. So it's nothing to shy away from, but it's something that you could also think about when it comes to um, your music and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I thought about having kind of a release, you know, party or a release session, and you know, sending it here or there. Usually, um, if I'm trying to push a single to a DJ or something like that, I'm I'm sending them out with the, you know, with the story of the song and stuff like that. That's usually you know how that goes when I'm sending out a single here or there.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, we got to get you here to Virginia cuz um I have a new segment called The Green Room which allows artists to perform um one of their songs. Um hopefully it will be on Spotify uh because I also add you to a Spotify playlist when it comes to those performances. So, um we got to get you here in VA to get you on there. <clears throat> and also one one um I guess one final um topic for for this segment um can you leave some advice to this thing called entertainment as well as those that are out there um doing the same thing that you're doing as well as um looking to get into the things that you're doing
3: i'd say you know i say this you know every interview i have pretty much is networking i yeah. mean there's nothing nothing better than networking and trying to find you know, like minded people or even if the people aren't necessarily into what you're into, they may be into a similar uh, avenue. You know, just kinda pick their brains if you get a chance to, or just sit down and listen to what they're they're doing and and see what, you know, what vibes with you. Um, I definitely try to network and, and stay in touch with a lot of different people and, you know, try to stay in the loop as much as I can, you know, with things that are going on.
2: Gotcha.
0: And do you have a new, um, your newest project is called One Heartbeat Away. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, about the name, the one, the heartbeat, the beat in the heartbeat is spelled separately. Is that for a reason or is that why? Why did you say one heartbeat away? Because it kind of implies about like the actual beat of of a song or something like that, and also the sound, the actual sound of your heart, if that makes sense. So, can you can you elaborate a little bit on that title, and then um, what your newest single off that album will be or is?
3: Yeah, um, um, one heartbeat away is kind of like. You know, it is a play on words. Okay. It kind of speaks to the music as well as feeling like, you know, um, being in the Fayetteville area, you know, we've kind of had some things pop up. You have J. Cole. Now you have Moray. You have a few people who are kind of, you know, bubbling on the scene yeah. naturally. Um, and, you know, being in North Carolina in general, you've had uh, P. Pablo. You've had a Little Brother you know um you had a few other people you know from from north carolina um you've had a so you know just kind of feeling like yeah i'm i'm one step away one one heartbeat away one you know move away from turning that corner and being able to do a lot of different things that i want to do
2: Mm.
3: um you know just knowing people who know people knowing people who who have been associated with a lot of those folks, um, being able to to kind of network with people who've been on the periphery, you know, um, just feeling like, you know, I just if I can get this one thing or do this one thing, we're just kind of turning that corner.
2: Mm.
0: And shout out to you so um with that being said we're gonna move on to my other segment called top five which is questions and answers catered to you my guest um let's go top five artists you'd like to either feature on your songs or the or vice versa um I'd
3: say books small school KRS. Um, uh, to Five Nine. Um, and I'd say you know uh, I, I like what Moray's doing. I, I'd like to see it in one, on one of my songs. Um, and uh, Crooked Eye.
0: Okay. Top five producers you'd like to work with?
3: Uh, Dr. Dre. All right. DJ Premier. Um Timbaland, Pharrell, And Alchemist. And
0: Alchemist. All right. Top five songs on your latest project.
3: Um Battlefield. Uh It's like kind of trying to pick your children. Um, (laughs) Favorite child. Um, (laughs) uh, On fire. Okay. uh, Trolling for nothing. uh, Truth. And uh, Rhyme Professionals. Gotcha.
0: And last one top five moments in your career.
3: I will I'll put this as the top five moment. I put one of these being right here on the show but the top five moments. <laughs> uh, doing doing the Savage uh movie, uh being in the uh the herb train movie and, and doing a, a screening for that. Okay. Um getting pace one, uh to feature on one of one of our tracks okay. and uh getting mickey facts uh featured on one of the tracks
0: all right <laughs> Um, Let's move on to Exclusive access That's another segment that I like to call that And if you have any exclusivity That you can break Like world breaking news with Mr. J Do you have any breaking news For us today Like a release date or a song You're going to drop or something that you can give So Hollywood podcast And to our guests Because we are friends now Once we do an interview together we are friends Okay (laughs) (laughs) but if you do not have anything exclusive that is fine as well you just have to come back on the show and give me some exclusivity um and we can move on to shout out social media and my final question which is the question of the day now do you have any exclusive access for us
3: well uh, as far as videos uh, i'm hoping to do uh, on fire in the next uh month or so i'm hoping to do that video um and also of course we talked about the documentary yep. everybody needs to go ahead and go to the website you will have a chance to be either associate producer or a sponsor so check it out on the website i'm going to be putting up some new uh stuff hopefully within the month um to try to get that pumped up and juiced up so all right. Everybody go check it out.
0: So move on to your social media shout outs and your last words. And my final question of the day.
3: Well, go to NCC CEO, of course, here on IG. NCC records, the empire on Facebook NCC record empire on Twitter. Also the website is www. Empire Music, that's spelled M U S I Q dot com. Check out everything on there the blog, our uh, information about the documentary, everything, all our music, all our other social media, and everything is up there.
0: All right. And last but not least, which is the question of the day. What bothers you about the industry and what would be your solution to help fixing it?
3: Um, I think people's access to radio. I think there are public airwaves. There should be at least, you know, if nothing else, a uh, handful of songs, if not one or two songs at least from independent artists played every hour. Mm. Uh, You know, there's new, you know, people talk about local, well, you know, local artists, you know, everybody was a local artist or independent artist at one point before they signed to a major or even if they stayed independent and got bigger, you know, that should be, you know, something that is done every hour. Not just, you know, I know certain stations do it. Um, Certain, know, certain days, times, of, the weeks. Certain days mm-hmm. of the week, and stuff like that
0: mm-hmm. but you know that should be every album yeah I need to create like a whole like a black network that plays not just on serious radio but like on the reg- regular radio stations that play only independent artists you can't be signed to a label you have to be independent <laughs> I mean you can have distribution through a, a, you know a major but not like your backing isn't your main, isn't a main record label, cause that will help so many people nowadays. You just don't understand. So I'm, I might think of that. I might think of a way to do that and come up with something. Even we can, we can come up with that. We can North Carolina slash Virginia radio airwaves of just straight independent music. Like, all, I get emails every day from a record pool or something like that, and. I'm eventually going to start a record pool as well for the artists that I do um, the performances with so I can start shedding, you know, shedding light on them because some of them, they just don't have the direction that they need, like the artist development, as we were talking before, that they need to really hit the ground running because they need somebody in the you know, in their corner, not a lot of people have that and genuine people. And so with that also being said, it just seems like your your label seems like you are definitely in it for the, you know, for the long run, and you see the bigger picture not a lot of people see the bigger picture and i just want to say i appreciate you for coming up here to so hollywood the podcast uh shout out to cayenne the lion um for even you know linking us up together and um i just want to say continue to do what you, you you're doing and push through and matter of fact one of the young artists um that performed here on so hollywood the podcast just joined us vert Um, shout out to him so if you ever need you know anybody to work with let me know like I can connect you to so many people just as well as you can do for me so don't ever hesitate to to reach out and be like hey I need this or I might need this or whatever whatever the case may be and um, my platform is always open for you and um, yeah and one last thing I want you to do is introduce one of your songs that is on one heartbeat away and I will go ahead and play a little snippet for everybody and then tell them where they can get it at cause I'll be playing it via Spotify. Shout out to Spotify too. I'm trying to get some sponsors going on. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) you gotta do what you gotta do.
2: (laughs) Right, right. You see everything. But yes,
0: um go ahead and introduce yourself, introduce the album and then um whatever song it is that you want me to play
3: for a little snippet. Go ahead and do that. Okay. Just one heartbeat away. You know, it's out streaming on platforms right now with some, you know, features from Eddie Ruger, um uh, the fat boy, hunt money, pace one, Mickey facts, a couple, of couple special, uh, little, uh, features on there that you definitely like yeah uh, some some old, cool, old school caps so uh go ahead and play trolling for nothing
0: trolling for nothing let's go is that the bonus track part two and we're gonna play and in-
3: your Bibles. If you aren't prepared, this life will leave you an Oscar. Too many trolling for nothing. Underwear, cats out here is head hunting. with the heat, that heat will leave Y'all
0: gotta hear the whole song. If y'all want to hear the whole song, y'all need to go stream that right now on all of your favorite streaming platforms. But that was part two. I know uh, it is a part one. So make sure you guys go and like, share and subscribe to that. Um, I might even start a playlist for some of the artists that are um, looking for another platform to, you know, put their music on. So it all depends on how this one works. But um, can you leave us with some final words? If not, we're gonna get up out of here and And until next time, So Hollywood, the podcast appreciates you and everybody that has tuned in.
3: Like I said, support, 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 support your independent artists in your city, your state. Make sure you show them love. Go out to the shows. If you stream the music, buy a shirt, socks, whatever, drawers, whatever they got up there. Buy it all. (laughs) Give it out. Christmas presents
0: even if they giving it to you take that shit (laughs) (laughs) it'll come in handy it will come in handy one day believe it or not
3: (laughs) and just remember for all the artists out there network
0: yes but as you guys know i like to play a soundbite at the end of my show
2: but i gotta go right now
0: I was a singer in my past life. But anyway... Um, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram in Hollywood three, one, three, follow the podcast. So Hollywood, the podcast, um, I will have the audio available Wednesday, 2 PM Eastern standard time and YouTube. I will be putting that over there. Um, I have so much more, but it is what it is. I'm going to go live on my personal page here shortly for a mini recap. So if you guys want to join me over there, that'd be dope, but peace up a town down. Thank you again, Mr. J. Uh, and if you want any of your artists to come through, let me know. You know, I'm here. So, Hollywood Podcast is an open platform. As long as you have entertainment in your life, you are welcomed on my platform. All right. Once again, peace up. A town down.
1: Bye, Mr. J. Is it me or was it Air, so high? double
2: so double
1: why, oh, W double Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get ignorant The oh, Hollywood lights are bright, let's get right for a little bit. The vibe's so local, so let's go and bump it a little bit. That's on Let's celebrate like it's gonna end in the little bit. Hit the bottom a little twist. And mix it with some of this, and mix it with Hollywood, and you far from monotonous. Imagine the gas can't produce more hotness than it's hip-hop pop. It's a female accomplice. O double L Why So Hollywood, Holly, O double L why, Hollywood? All, oh, oh, Why you know so high wood? double so high wood? double
0: To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and MISS Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com.